The following is an original, actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast featuring comedians and improvisers in the great state of Vermont. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on Improvised Weapons. Chumbawamba! Have we not been live blogging? Save me some math. Perfectly arm. <laughs> it was just then we knew them Kathak boys were nipped to no good. Um, I'd like to just register that the gargoyle that was sworn to get back up again never did. There are f- at least five or six of us now. <laughs> Forgetting that people died, I stopped celebrating. The scenery was nice. Gorgeous. Yeah, you guys! <laughs> Nothing's implied with Eowyn Oromora. <laughs> I killed at least like six of them. I Cabal. smack her on the butt. You've probably got tons of friends. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Improvised Weapons. We are coming to you live from Carnage Con 21 at the Killington Grand Resort Hotel in Killington, Vermont. Before you now are the members of the Von Demos Adventuring Syndicate. We have their leader, the human bard, Cassian Von Demos, played by Fred Nauman. The High Elf Wizard Eowyn Oromora, played by Aaron Paulson. The Half Elf Warlock Ildarv Kartrana, played by Lindsay Haddad. And the Dwarven Cleric Yarfix Stormhammer, played by John Van Lilling. And I just noticed that you all sat in the order that I wrote this out uh, without me telling you to, and that just makes me very happy. Uh, <laughs> I am your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, Sam Kernett. Uh, you may be wondering what the glasses in front of each of our player are for. Uh, we'll be having a raffle tonight for several great prizes provided to us by uh, various people, but the largest prize of all provided to us by Quarterstaff Games, who are also here at the con. You should go check them out in the vendor's lounge. Uh, you can get one ticket for $1 or six tickets for 5 you can then take your tickets, give them to the player or DM of your choice, who can in turn trade them in. One for an extra D4 on any roll, or five for advantage on any roll. You can turn the tide, or you can ruin someone's day. The power is yours. Our lovely assistant will be available during the whole show. Just wave her over and she will get you your tickets. Now the stage is set, the players are named, let's hit it and crit it. Last time on the show, the party finished their battle with the gargoyles outside the cave. When the final one was struck down, the elves of the Tosh Eskayana began to gather their fallen comrades. Their elder, Hathwayana, approached the party and thanked them for their help. She then reiterated her question from before the battle. Was the party ready to repair the damage they had done by removing Ajia's tear from the mountain? This could only be accomplished by one of the party remaining behind with the elves. Hathwayana left it up to the party as to who that would be. There was much discussion, some feeling duty to aid the elves, some thinking of ways for them merely to just escape. In the end, Olash offered herself up, much to the chagrin of her comrades. There were impassioned pleas from her friends, but she could not be swayed. They said their goodbyes, or at least their goodbyes for now, and Kathak remained with her on the mountain. The reduced party then began the trek down to the foot of the mountain where their steeds would be returned to them. And that is where we pick up. You've made your way down to the shrine where Eowyn was delivered to you. It's roughly sundown and you are currently waiting for your horses and wagon to be returned to you. Is there anything you'd like to do? While we're waiting for our horses, 
Do I have all my spell slots? Nope. You do not. I don't! Okay, <laughs> how long until the horses... Oh, I really don't have a lot of spell slots left. That was a long battle. Uh... We're all a little tapped out here. Uh, yeah. I think I think we could like pull to the side, maybe like take a rest, maybe lay, lay down a bit. Sure. You guys want to take a short rest? I'll take a short rest. Yeah, I could catch some shut eye. Okay. So you all sort of uh, tuck in, resting yourselves, uh, kneading out your wounds, all of that stuff, trying to regain your precious spell slots. I go into a trance. Uh, and about 45 minutes later oh, or so, <laughs> uh, you hear the clop of hooves and the gentle squeak of wagon wheels. And soon enough, you see Beatrice and Claude appear pulling the wagon with your horses, Vin, Diesel, and Daybreak tied to the rear. Uh, an elf you do not recognize is driving the wagon. She brings the animals to a halt in front of you, dismounts, and holds the reins out toward you all. Uh, I walk over and greet uh, Beatrice and Claude, and I kind of like give them a big hug and kiss from Olash. Okay. They, they nuzzle into you. It seems like they know. I look over at the elf and I say, Welcome. But my heart is not in it. And it's very <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I hop on the wagon and look around like, we're going, right? Uh, I, say, I bow and say thank you to the elf, and then I grab the reins and I get back in my driver's seat. Okay. She, Where, uh, do I have my lumbar pillow? Where is it? Wait, we're not resting here? What? I, did I they want us out of their forest as fast as possible. We should find a place to camp for the night. Oh, this is still their part of the forest? Okay. She, uh, she bows back to you, Yarfik, and uh, then turns around and basically disappears off into the forest. Are the two giant arms still on top oh, of the Oh, yeah. You, uh, you guys still have all your accoutrement. I you still have gargoyle arms tied to the back of the wagon, spelling out the word coexist like a bumper sticker. <laughs> 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 and you still have two very, by now, rotten giant arms oh. atop yeah, the wagon. We should have asked Olaf if she wanted to hang on to those. She might be upset. Uh, I vote for no longer having arms on our mode of transportation. Second. I feel like we should keep at least some of the arms as a way to honor <laughs> Olaf. Maybe the ones that aren't made of rottable flesh. Yeah, right? okay, wait. that's fine. I'm gonna use my last spell slot of the day and cast Gentle Repose oh my God. on the arms. <laughs> For 10 days, they will no longer be rotting. Well, I don't it's think, great. Wait, does that, does that unrot them from where they were or does it just stop them from rotting further? One corpse protected from decay and prevents it from becoming undead. Add duration to raising dead. Okay, so they're just not getting any worse. Yes. I, 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 I think we could remove the rotting ones. Yeah, just I, cast gentle repose on it, But Yafik, it well, still smells horrible. This is why you consult with the group before yeah. doing, <laughs> doing stuff with our fashion. We have a brand that we need to maintain here. Yeah, it's if we called... roll up into town smelling like rotting arms, we're not going to get anywhere. It doesn't, I will say, it doesn't look terribly heroic. We are trying to sell the whole I just want something to remember Olash by. Well, you can keep one of the gargoyle arms and put it, you know, under your pillow your or something. stone doesn't rot. No. Fine. So we are keeping those. I clamber up on top and I cut the cords holding them and we just oh. drop them there. That's easy enough to do. You leave them, you leave them as an offering at the shrine. <laughs> <laughs> and now the gods hate us. <laughs> if you guys want to rest, that's fine. Either way, I'm going to rest in the wagon, so. Uh, yeah, I'm going to get, get in the wagon, too. I kind of want to get connected with this sword. I feel like there's more to it. Than just oh. light. Right. Okay, so you're gonna uh, you take some time and attune to it? Yeah, if I can. Cool. You want the wagon too? We can all be together and have the horses tied up. Well, let, uh, how far? Is there room for me in the wagon? We have less provisions, so I'm assuming so. You have less provisions, you don't have any prisoners currently. And we <laughs> don't have true. a giant half orc anymore. Just, I've lost track. How far out are we from the edge of the forest? 
Because uh, we were told to get out of it. So you're you're basically at the at the kind of the edge of the forest oh, right okay. now. You're you're bordering right onto uh, Blackwing's territory. Mm. So I think we should just take a rest and then Here? get going. What? I don't see why not. Yeah. We could also. I, I mean, think we should get w- into Blackwing's territory. Okay. That's what I'm saying. If you guys want to rest, yeah. we'll go to the back to the campsite we had before. Blackwing should be able to help us I've out. I've never met Blackwing. Oh, you're going to love him. Oh, oh, yes, Blackwing. Blackwing. He is a team. He is a wonderful person. Okay. Uh, well, sure. Okay. So the so Cassian, Eowyn, and Ildov are clambering into the wagon. You're going to leave the horses tied up, and then Yarfik, you're going to drive everyone into Blackwing's territory? Yep. Okay, great. So you, uh, you all mount up uh, and head out. Uh, and, you know, you're all pretty tired at this point. You're all sort of also mentally reeling from having just, for, for better or worse, lost one of your friends. So now traveling back through the lush and normally well-kept section of forest that you know is tended by Blackwing, you can see that the dimming of the leaves that affected the mountain has not stretched here, though many of the branches seem to sag. Some of the boughs seem lower than you remember, and there are many sticks and wood chips on the road. All seems like pretty normal forest to me. (laughs) Except that this was immaculately taken care of when we came through. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, Ellen wasn't here for that, but it is the difference is pronounced. I'm gonna kind of scan around, see if I can see anything in the on the outer edges waiting okay. for us. So as you ride through, uh, eventually, with you scanning, you do see a very large black crow, uh, crow fly by overhead, uh, going further in the direction that you were traveling. I say sup. I wave. And uh, soon enough, you come around a bend, and you find the familiar figure of Blackwing the Furbolg standing in the road. He is currently cradling what looks like one of the branches that held one of those crystal globes. It seems to have fallen or been broken in some way, shape, or form. Uh, The squeak of the wagon wheels and the clop of the horses immediately gets his attention. His head snaps up, and initially you see a very intense look on his face, which is something you've never seen before in your interactions with him. But the moment he sees you, it seems recognition takes over, and he goes right back to that big dopey grin. And he sees you, raises a hand, and he says, Hello. Oh, Hello, Blackwing. Blackwing! Is that- Blackwing! So, uh, Eowyn, what you see is an eight-foot-tall furry humanoid covered in mismatched hides and furs with big cow eyes and a big dopey grin, sort of pointed ears going out to the side, uh, and wearing a cloak that looks like it's made completely of black feathers. Hello. Blackwing, um, what, did, uh, what happened to your forest? Oh, to see you all is good. But, but this, this one looks different. She's shorter, and <laughs> oh. she has more hair and is not green. Allow me to explain you. Uh, <laughs> Just, Eowyn. What? Just remember. Let me break it down for you. <clears throat> he's, he's Basically, <laughs> the party originally had five or four members. It doesn't matter. We, the, the, the green one, Olosh, is no longer with us. We left her at the forest we just came from, and they picked me up after meeting you, so I am not, in fact, an orc. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yes, Blackwing. Uh, our, our friend Olosh stayed with the elves, and uh, so she's not going to be with us for a bit. Oh, that is sad. It is. She was looking forward to seeing you again. And I, her. A lot of people felt felt that she was really their favorite one out of us. It was. She was the popular opinion. one that everyone seemed to like the most. Yes. But uh, we uh, we were. So what what happened here? There's. It seems like there's oh. a bit of destruction that came through. Well, uh, 
great gray beasts flew through and they hurt many trees. I felled several, but there were just too many to fight them all. We also encountered those on the mountain. They came, they came up there and we fought them as well. Yes. Oh. We were able to defeat them. Yes. Sorry, sorry we weren't here to help you. Oh, I understand. I am now repairing the forest, weeping for every tree harmed, but... That's a lot of tears. I fear it will never be the same. Ah, uh, well... Sorry to hear that, Black yeah, well, that, oh, It's a forest there, for you. Isn't there a thing about a forest where it goes through a period of regrowth and becomes better? Well, the trees have been touched by something dark. It is troubling. It is as if they do not see the sun's light as well. Oh, that is troubling. I sort of have a sword here that... um, (laughs) This is going to sound weird. It's it's sort of like it has, like, some sun inside it. We haven't really worked all the details out yet, but, uh... Listen, I'm not a tree guy. That's more your thing. But if we were to kind of wave it at them or near them... I'm spitballing here, but maybe... You want to wave your magic sword at the trees to make them better? Uh, That's that's the part that sounds ridiculous to you out of everything that's happened to us? Pretty much, yeah. What? Here, just... You you might... You'll probably know if this could help or not. I I take out a tear. Okay, so you unsheathe your new rapier, and bright sunlight emits from it in a 30-foot radius from where you are, um, and he is stunned. He's seen all sorts of magic, but he's never seen something that seems as like purely radiant as this before. And he sort of looks at you and, and reaches out with an open up palm as, as asking essentially if he can hold it. Sure, yeah, yeah. He takes it from you very gently, holding the, uh, the, the hilt and the blade and sort of looks at it and says, oh, it is beautiful. Uh, I suppose it could help if you let me keep it so I could walk every inch of the forest with it. Oh, um, well, that I'm afraid I can't do, Blackwing. We need it pretty urgently for some stuff we have to go do. It has a higher calling than, uh, Maybe than after- hydroponics. Here's the thing. We need to basically kill a horrible demon with it, but... Maybe after that, I, I, you know, I'm not, I can't make any promises. We told you we were trying to find this thing to to stop the evil that was coming. This is what we were You remember that? Yes, yes. I guess on the grand scheme of things, saving the world from a catastrophic evil and then regrowth. Because after that, there should be all the time in the world for... before. Yeah, there's only ever one bad person in the world that, that you would have to deal with, obviously. Well... Well, there's certainly only one thing that this specific sword has been prophesied to be the answer to. That's still very true, yes. Okay. No. If I, I understand you, you, he hands it back to you. Thank you. Uh, please do come back with it. I mean, buddy, I would be coming back here, you know, even if I didn't have this sword. Just to, just to see your big, big grinning face, man. I'm, I'm going to miss you. <laughs> well, he's... Uh, is there anything I can do for you? We need, uh, a, pl- need a place to rest, actually. Where we've had a long day. Oh, good, good oh. idea, Yafik. Yes, we're looking for a resting area. Well, I, um, I have no clearing for you to rest in. It has been damaged by the great beasts. But, uh, but you may camp here in the road. 
I will watch and make sure you're safe. Is he cool? Oh yeah, oh, this guy extremely is extremely oh, yeah. so. He's he's good. He's he's a solid guy. Okay. All right. Yeah. Th- if thank you, Blackbird. If if thank you're you. all right with that, we'll st- we'll stay here. I would be my pleasure. Have you seen Vin and Diesel behind us? The uh, the horses you helped save. Oh yeah. Oh yes. He goes over and he scruffles each of them. Um, and uh, okay, so you guys get your uh, your packs out of the wagon. You lay out your bed rolls and. As you're all doing this, he's sort of just watching and, and, and taking it all in. And um, he sort of addresses you as a group and says, uh, You all seem uh, down. We just oh, yeah. lost our well, friend. We, yeah, we had to leave Olash behind. Might I offer some help? Uh, you can offer. As what sort of help? Yeah. He reaches uh, back under his cloak, around his back, fiddles with, looks like he's untying something. And he I comes. Have, I adopt a defensive stance. <laughs> <laughs> and he just comes back out uh, holding a pouch. Oh! Um, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> Anyone drops all her chest pieces. <laughs> so he comes back out with this, this little pouch. Uh, he reaches into it. And he uh, draws his hand out and opens his hand, and in his big hand there are these five little dried mushrooms. Oh, I thought. All right. You know what? That might be just the thing to help me get over this. <laughs> no, yeah. that's the experience. Like I, I took what? a mycology I mean... class at Blackbeak University, and I don't think that's quite the kind of mushroom you're oh, did, talking about. Did uh, I each of the vibe? each of them are they're dark brown. They have little white spots on them. Uh, they look. Like, they've, they've been dried, so they're probably kind of crunchy. Do I know what they are? Uh, roll nature. Roll nature! We lost our nature person. No, I don't. Hang on, I can try <laughs> two. I'm gonna try two. Just for fun. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got a ten. Um, nine. Nine. <laughs> yeah, none of us really. None of you are familiar with these. You know enough to know that they're mushrooms. Ah. They've got the distinctive shape. Hmm. But he's seen he just mushrooms recently. Holds them out. <laughs> Sort of offering them around. Uh, what, what are these, Blackwing? Yeah. What are they for? They will help to ease your stress. I, I gladly share. They, uh, they. See, I told you. I don't. He's gonna watch to... over us. He's gonna be our trip sitter. I yes. Tr- <laughs> I trust him. Blackwing, we thank you for this, and I will gladly partake if you partake as well. There wait, are no, five. No, that's not. Wait, what? Uh, if he's gonna be, I am used to be... them. <laughs> yeah, you seem used to them, buddy. Listen, what? Uh, what? Uh, what specific effects do they have on a on a humanoid? They take you on a journey where you need to go. So they're like the the wagon of mushrooms. They're like like a psychedelic journey, a mental journey. A... I'd I'd just call them trips. <laughs> Okay. This is perfect, guys. We You're even have a glow stick. We have a glow right. stick. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I, we I can, eat mine. <laughs> you guys can mine our illusions, some really cool stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is going to be uh, so groovy. Uh, Yarfik places it under his tongue. and Yarfik's taking one. That's eating a, a mushroom. Yarfik, chew, chew it. Chew it. Oh, chew them. Okay. <laughs> I, use, I use my staff and book to crush it up into a powder. <laughs> <laughs> So you mortar and pestle it. Yeah. It's a very enlightened way that Black No, no, I'm just kidding. I, I don't know how I feel about this, but all right. Okay, so you have one. Cassian, you're, you're, yes. you already did it. Ildov, are you having one? Yes. Okay. 
So you each uh, take one of these mushrooms from his hand, put it in your mouth, chew it. It has sort of a, a crunchiness to it. It has a sweet, earthy taste. Um, mm. And you all go and sort of sit on your bedrolls. It, it takes a few minutes for them to really kick in. So I can get my, get my nightly prayers in before Yeah, I you can get your prayers in. Uh, but you slowly start to feel your eyes droop. And then eventually they close. Cassian. Yes. You open your eyes and you find yourself in a different setting with different people. You're at a desert campfire. Sitting around it are faceless mercenaries. The insignias on their chests mark them as members of the Nine Lives that you used to travel with. And across from you is your old mentor, Tomeo the Teller. What does he look like? Uh, Tomeo is um, kind of like a stout guy. He's like um, he's like a Falstaff kind of build, you know, just like a like a big sort of jovial dude um, with a beard that's that's in like two sort of like pointed tufts um, that are like immaculately groomed. He he dresses in um, like kind of like scripts and scraps of different stuff. Like his outfit is just kind of like cobbled together of whatever like brightly colored and patterned things that he can have, like a motley kind of an outfit. And uh, yeah, he plays he plays like a a lyre. I think those little harps are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's probably he's probably just strumming that while he sits by the fire, kind of idly picking out notes. Cass, my boy, you dozed there for a moment. It's good to see you back with us. I was just recounting the story of Prince Madrigan in the Field of Peril. You know, the one where he crosses that perilous field. Yes, yes, and, and meets with the uh, three ogres on the way. and they ah, try to Of course, him. you do remember. <laughs> yes. Always a good student. Yes, yes. Now, is something the matter? You look like you've got something on your mind. Let me help ease it. Something on my mind. I have a, a lot on my mind, Tomeo, to be honest. Um, God, so much to tell you. Uh, you're never going to believe this. <laughs> you're never going to believe this. Okay. I'm a hero of destiny. There's a prophecy about me, right? <laughs> like we always used to talk about. Oh, there are some people that owe me money then. <laughs> All right. I'm glad, well, I'm glad to hear you were betting on me, man. Well, I, to be fair, I bet both ways. <laughs> you always But I bet scoundrel. more for you to actually make it. Oh, that warms my heart, Tomeo. It does. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, for the first time in, in a long time, I've had friends, you know, real friends. I mean... There's, I've always had you, but you know, you, you're off kind of doing your own thing most of the time. And yeah, we also have a very teacher-student relationship. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily call us friends. <laughs> no, but you're like, you're like the chill professor, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like we can hang out outside of class. Does that make sense? Yes, yes, absolutely. But I'm not the kind of guy who's going to bail you out of prison. No, no. I, we found that out the hard way. Yes. <laughs> I, still can't, I still can't go back to Teleria. It's... They got wanted posters. Anyway, um... <laughs> But I, I found a group of friends, really good ones. And my, the, the one I've been with the longest just, just left. Just left me kind of for a guy, too, which is weird. <laughs> like, it's like, it's just kind of a bummer, you know? I'm really well, uh, messed up about it. Well, Cassian, uh, you know, people come and go. It's, uh, it's not a judgment of you. They all live their own lives just as you live yours. All you can hope to do is help them along the way and make an impression. That's the true legacy of friendship. I know, Tomeo, I know. It's just, you know, my whole life I've been, I've been putting on this front, you know what I mean? Like, everyone, I, I come off as this, like, sort of suave, you know, 
pampered dandy kind of guy. You know, this, this, this sort of persona that I've been crafting. We talked about this. Oh, yeah, no, you're, you're doing it. But, you know, these guys, I, this, I sort of felt like we were getting to that point where I might be able to actually, like, be real. And then she just up and splits. I don't know, it's... Well, Cassian, if I'm listening correctly, you have to understand she didn't split because you were starting to be real, okay? She's, she's living her own life. She's following her own path. You're doing the same. You yes. could have stayed where she was. You didn't because you had something else to do. Yeah. She's that's... not living your life, Cassian, and you're not living hers. You're living yours. Yeah, man. You're... <laughs> Snaps, you know? I mean, you, always, you just, you get me. You, you, you just always go right to the heart. Just think on that, my boy. I think it'll, uh, I think it'll help. I think it'll help. I will. By the way, if you ever uh, make it to the forest by Verseorsa, hit up Blackwing. He's got good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> now, Eowyn. What? You open your eyes ah! to find yourself in your childhood home. <gasps> your mother, Susawin, sits at her desk, writing in a large leather-bound tome. Uh, what does she look like? Oh, uh, she is a bit shorter than me, but similarly, very poofy red hair. <laughs> uh, she's thin, sitting, wearing, uh, wearing purple, not robes, but flowy garment sitting. Mm. And she has half-moon glasses kind of at the very tip of her nose. Oh, hey, Ewan, I didn't see you come in. Hello, Mother. You look uncharacteristically ruffled. What's the matter? I've been out and about. <laughs> and, um, uh, I just had to say goodbye to somebody, but, you know, all in a day. Yes, yes, I have little time for your childish problems. How go your studies? Oh, uh, very good. Uh, I've been learning a lot. I have, uh, accepted a TA position at the Black Beak University in the You don't history. seem to be there now. <laughs> well, I was called away by a god, if you must know. I plan on returning as soon as I can. I have actually been prophesied to save the world, if you must know. Certainly, I'm sure this prophecy is a very real thing that I care about very much. Well, uh, Eowyn. What? Knowledge is the key. Yes. Knowledge is what sets you apart. Yes. Knowledge is what makes you stronger. Yes, mother. All your father and I have ever wanted for you is knowledge. I... Me too. We want you to be in a good position to learn. I, I also, I'm trying, if, if what you're telling me is to go back to the university, I, I will after I save the- Eowyn, what I am telling you is that if you have an enemy, you learn of them by any means necessary. You know yes. their weaknesses. Yes. You exploit their failings. You be superior. It's that simple. Of course. You set yourself up for success. If an opportunity arises that will aid you, regardless of the danger in it, if it helps you learn, you take it. Okay. What, um, yes, but what are you reading, writing? What are you working on? <laughs> I'm working on my ninth dissertation. Of course. Um, One for every school of magic. Yes. Wow. This oh. one is on necromancy. Oh, I didn't know you started on that field. Um... Great, good to hear it. Uh, well, I, I certainly will do that. Uh, I hope to learn as much as I can about the great threat threatening the world. You wouldn't happen to know about this <laughs> demon, would you? Eowyn, I'm only what you know inside your own head. 
Yes, of course. I knew that. <laughs> Did you? Because it seems like I had to tell you. No, I, I kind of knew that. I thought maybe my subconscious would have told me something that I didn't already know. Uh, consciously. You know how it works when you enter a hallucinogenic state. Maybe something can unlock inside of you. But, uh... I guess it didn't this time. Uh, well, maybe it did. In a way I wasn't expecting. But that's okay. Uh, cool. Oh, by the way, uh, if you ever find yourself uh, in a forest near Verseosa, uh, <laughs> talk to Blackbeak. He's got good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Yarfik, you open your eyes to find yourself in your old cell at the monastery. Oh, yeah. Standing in the doorway is Father Gillen, the man your father paid to accept you into the Brotherhood and take you away from your home. What does he look like? Uh, he is a, a, a human of uh, probably about 80 or 90 years old. Uh, has the, cur- the, like, the horseshoe head haircut. The friar's cut. Friar's cut. Yep. Um, very drab robes. And uh, looks like he's been through quite a bit before he met me, but now looks very haggard as if he's been awake for about three weeks. Okay. Yarfik, I hear talk that you're unsatisfied here. You, oh. you know that you're not a prisoner. You, you may not be able to go home, but that doesn't mean you can't leave and go somewhere else. Father Gillen, no, it's not that I'm, I'm unhappy here. I just, I feel that it's a restricting to find one way to believe in something, and I just was trying to speak my mind about it, and everyone kind of shot me down. Yarfik, I've... Spent my life in service to Agia, but that doesn't mean that I've never experienced the world. Go out there, get your get your feet wet and your hands dirty. Oh, but I have. I've I've been out of the world. I've been helping as much as I can. I, I've found out that I'm prophesized. I'm a hero of legend. Yarfik, what I'm saying is that you may be on the wrong path. Perhaps what you're doing is good, but the way you're doing it is wrong. You'll never know unless you try something else. How can good be wrong? That's not possible. Good is the end of a journey. I am on a very long journey right now. We're trying to stop a great evil, and people around me are not as pious as I I try to be. Yafik, I am merely saying there are other paths to good. And it would do you well to try them. So you're saying I need to leave you? That I need to let it go? Sure. That's a way to interpret it. I never thought about it that way. I've always been regimented toward working toward one goal. Maybe what I'm saying is that dedicating yourself fully and wholly to Agia isn't what will help you the most. But she came to me. She spoke to me. The gods can have you in their favor without you being their loyal and only servant. That's something I must think on. That's very different than I've, I've been taught here. Now, is there someone in a forest somewhere that I should go see? <laughs> you know Blackwing? <laughs> Ildov. Ildov, you open your eyes and you find yourself sitting at a table in a very familiar library. Just as it's happened many times before, the lights on the candelabra extinguish one by one, and from nothingness in front of you, a long, spindly black finger pokes out and tears a jagged rip in the atmosphere. Then more fingers come out, tear the rip open, forming a deep black hole. Inside it, you see the glowing yellow cat-like eyes and jagged smile of your patron, (laughs) Shyok. But somehow, you're able to make out more features. And 
He's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> what does he look like? Oh, he he has these like really long eyelashes and just sort of like a like a like a strong chin, but not aggre- like not overly aggressively strong. So not a Jay you know? Leno. No, not a Jay Leno. Okay. Uh, more of like a Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> <laughs> But still a J name. But still a J name. Okay, Definitely it. a J name. Um, yeah, and and uh, he's like kind of tall and lanky, but in like a like a like a way that sort of evokes strength, like emotional strength. Okay. <laughs> or at least that's what it like he like is trying to exude. You know. The important thing is it's beautiful to Ilda. It's both. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, little sparrow. I did not expect to see you so soon. I did not expect to see you so soon. Tell me, how did you fare with my warnings of the crows and the two-horn? It was uh, a good warning to... Well, so I didn't totally heed your word. Uh, (laughs) We did sort of go back to her, the the woman with the two horns. We did... She did sort of try to... uh, kill me or capture me but I took care of it I trust she will no longer be a problem I uh no I think we came to an agreement (laughs) that that I'm good to go roll deception (laughs) uh that is an 18 well I'm glad to hear it then (laughs) (laughs) Eldov, you, uh, you look troubled. I sense you have questions. I'm worried that I'm bringing danger to my friends. How so? Well, all these... We keep getting attacked by something. Um, I mean, the world is dangerous. <laughs> you know, Could you be a little more detailed? <laughs> like crows that are actually not crows. and Like the ones I warned you about? Yes. <laughs> exactly. Okay, uh... And there was something, someone... Wait, wasn't it you who told me about cackling, Agatha? Where did you hear that name? Uh, from someone. (laughs) I thought it was Olaf. One of the imps said it. One of the imps said it, yes. Yes, one of the... One of the imps. Cackling, Agatha. Yes. That foul creature. (sighs) Roll a perception check. Eleven. It's his mom. (laughs) (laughs) Um... You see him get angry, but nothing else really comes to mind when when that happens. She, um, you could say we have a rivalry of sorts. She meddles in my affairs from time to time. So is cackling Agatha behind the, uh, the crows? More than likely. I should like to know if she interferes again. When it happens, and I do mean when. Sleep with an unclean bone under your pillow, and I will visit your dream. Okay. (laughs) Anything for you, Shyok. Is there something else you wanted to ask? Um, I don't know. No? (laughs) Just, can we hang out for a little longer? (laughs) Certainly, little sparrow. Certainly. Tell me. Have you been growing stronger? Oh, indeed. 
Thank you. I am glad to hear it. Oh! <laughs> yes! Here's the thing. I have this rod, right? Yes. That you told me to get. Yes. And whenever I kill something with it, I seem to be capturing its soul? <laughs> What's that about? <laughs> this is good news. You're growing stronger even faster than I'd hoped. I am? <laughs> yes, you see, together the rod and the orb absorb soul energy from any creature they strike down. Oh, okay. And, and what can I do with that? Oh, it has its uses. But there simply isn't enough yet for you to speculate on. All you need know is that it means we'll be together even sooner than I'd planned. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, fly high, little sparrow. Fly high. Okay. Oh, also, if you're ever in the forest... <laughs> you're Find Black Queen, he has some good stuff. <laughs> one by one, your eyes open to sunlight. Seems your visions have carried you through the night all the way to morning. Uh, Blackwing is still there, sitting cross-legged with a large smile on his face. He sort of looks around as you all come back to consciousness and says, um, I hope you all find use for what you saw. The mushrooms, as I said, take you where you need to go. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Feel good, you know? Feel good. You all now completed a long rest, in case that wasn't clear. <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> back at full health. I, I, mean, I, I feel <laughs> conflicted. Do you? A bit. I had the strangest dream. <laughs> Was it about someone telling you that Blackwing has really good stuff? No, I actually ended up telling the person that Blackwing has really good stuff. Oh, see, I tried to do it, but it, it happened before I could say anything. It's as uh, if the person in my dream knew about it. Oh, great. Oh, interesting. As I talked about in my dream, which we all heard, uh, <laughs> the dream is an extension of your own subconscious, so obviously you were telling yourself that in any case. Oh, so we weren't actually there. We weren't transported to where we were supposed to be. But, like, what if we all, like, all the people in the world kind of share a subconscious, you know what I mean? Like, maybe, like, there's, maybe there is a reality. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. You're an ether, uh, ether-tarian? Okay. The shamans in the rainforest. No, no, we're not going down this road, Cassie. Well, I don't believe you've ether. been to the rainforest. You keep saying it. I don't think you've actually been. I, 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 I think the ether you're thinking about is that smoke hanging around your head in the back of the wagon all the time. I, hey, listen. That comes from the earth. Okay, it's natural. Um, I'd like to make a roll or something. Mm -hmm. um, because now that I know that uh, I must study up on my enemy... I'd like to know what I know about them because I forget what I was here for and what I wasn't. I listened to the podcast, <laughs> but I forget what Eowyn took in and what Aaron took in from listening. Sure. Right, so I'd like to do a knowledge roll, but then also I have a feature where if I don't know something, I know where I can know something. Yes. So uh, you don't even have to roll for this. Okay. Um, you, you don't know many of the details because you, you kind of left before any of the details were laid out. You left before the prophecy itself was even discovered. Right. Um, but you do know that in their possession, they have a book the Tome of the Deep Wrath, right. which is where they got the majority of the information that they oh. have. Right. So Olaf's you can take that and, oh, and yeah. read it 
to uh, to get information. Out. Do I know if if I knew they'd had a tome, I would have read it by now. I'm gonna pretend like they <laughs> you didn't tell. really have time at this point oh, okay. because you guys have sort of been traveling straight through. Great. Uh, hey guys. Uh, now that we've got a moment, give me that book. Oh, the one Olash wrote. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We dig it out. Yeah, uh, sure. Hey, quick tip. The squiggly things are mountains, not eggs. That one. Yeah, yeah. We, we, that was a long discussion. It's ambiguous, eggs. at best. But these are eggs, right? <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, we're traveling through yeah, egg forest. Yeah. We are in an omelet at this point. So who'd you guys see in your dreams? Um, a teacher, Timeo the Teller. The guy you were sending messages to. Greatest bard in history. Yeah. Never heard of him. Hey, you know what? Yeah, that's because you're an ignorant philistine. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> I'm just saying he's awesome. I get, I get a little defensive. He's, he's really cool. He's like, he's a friend of yours? I, we're friendly, but it's also, it's like there's a relationship. A teacher-student relationship. You, oh, sort oh. of mentor, mentee, mentor type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Teacher-student. Yeah, he keeps a certain distance. But like, I feel that underneath that, he likes me. You know what I mean? Like, he's, he digs me. <laughs> oh, like, I, if it, yeah. we didn't have that construct in place, like, we would be friends. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. Totally, every teacher I've ever had, I've felt that with. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I've had so many teachers, <laughs> you know, growing up back in the mansion, we had the best tutors, but uh, nobody liked Tameo. What else did you guys see? Huh? Did you see <laughs> who did you see in your dream? Oh. Did we all see Tameo, or was it... No, I don't know who that no, is or what yeah. you're talking about. I saw, if you must know, my mother, and that's all I'll say about that. Oh, that must have been very nice to kind of be reunited. It was just as I remembered her. Okay. Well, let's get rolling. Let's get uh, hit the old dusty trail. All right, uh, Blackwing, uh, do you need anything else from us before we leave? Uh, should you come across any more downed branches, please move them to the side of the road so I might still find them to reattach to the trees. Consider it done. It, well, I finished the tome. <laughs> <laughs> Found a typo. Uh... <laughs> You really want to be that cr- Olash copied it. Of course, there's probably a couple typos. She did amazing. Sure. She did copy it, like word, like letter for letter, <laughs> stroke <laughs> by stroke. I hear. Yes. Well, because if you read the actual book, it drives you insane. Yeah, I saw you after I burned down a, an entire inn. Almost. This is just a copy. That's just her copy. You saw me after burning down an inn. Yes. Well. I saw flowers in the sink and I thought of you. Yo, listen, I, okay, that's insane. Um, let's just keep <laughs> yes. going. That's what I was going. I, I was going insane. Yes, right. Uh, insaner than normal for you, Yarford. Let's move along. Yeah, yeah. So you pack up your, uh, your bedrolls. Uh, you all crack out some rations so you can eat something in the morning. Load up the wagon. Uh, who's traveling how? You've got three horses and a wagon. I'm driving. I would like to really pour over the tome, so I'll be sitting in the back like... Okay. I kind of want to tuning to the book. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I kind of want to spend time with Daybreak, but I also want to get attuned to this rapier. Can I be sitting on the horse, kind of like just testing the sword, like used to it? Absolutely. (laughs) You mean Douglas Fairbanks again? I get. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'll take a horse. Okay. I'll give Aowen some space to really. Do you want Vin or Diesel? Ooh, choices. I'll take Diesel. Okay. So you leave Vin tied up to the back of the wagon. Everyone mounts up and you get on the road. Uh, continuing along, you do come to one or two branches on the ground. Oh, I should ask. I was reading. Where are we going? Uh, oh, that's a good question. To... No, Bastafier, right? Yeah, Bastafier. Back to, oh, that's right. We're going back to Bastafier. 
I so you, uh, traveling through, you get to the end of Blackwing's territory, and you realize that you have a choice to make as to the route you'd like to take. Oh, we can't Let's go back go. through Crossroads. Yeah, we're not going to Crossroads. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, we can't go back through Crossroads. Uh, uh, there was a large griffin attack followed by everything else. They're still rebuilding. They don't have a lot of room for us. We probably should move on. Yarfuk, yeah. roll deception. Yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> and Eowyn, roll insights. Eleven. Eleven. Hold on. Yeah, you can each use, uh, use a ticket for an extra D4 if you like. Yep, take a D4. Oh, let's do it. <laughs> Battle of the D4s. Ready? Two. Oh. <laughs> okay, okay. Can I help Yarfik? No. Reroll your D20s and your D4s. Okay. This is too good a tie. This is fun. I couldn't have rolled worse. 19 Five plus two. two. Yeah. Really terrible. Okay, so yeah, you uh, you believe Yarfik. Oh, so we well, should really like just take the route around. We should see if there's anything else we need to pick up along the way. Okay. Kind of go the other way. Fine by me. And I wink at Cassian really badly. Yeah, I hear the dust kills are nice this time of year. Let's... The what? The, the dust, dust kills. kills. Oh, the dust kills. Isn't that yeah, where right. there was the water in the sky? What? You know, I believe it was. I know, I've never truly We said we would check now. that out for the ORE. We should do that. We did. We said that. Yeah. We said it. Yeah, we should definitely do something for the ORE. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yep. It's settled. Okay, the dust kills. let's go. Okay. So you get back on the road. You continue on uh, for a little while. Uh, Cassian, you're, you're attuned to the blade by this oh, point. Oh, yeah. yeah so sick. it only takes about a half hour to, to gain attunement. What does it feel like to get attuned to it? Um, you feel this like bright sense of purpose in your body. Um, and you also feel this like un, almost unnerving truth flowing through your veins. Everything feels lighter and brighter, and you feel you generally feel good. Part of you wonders, like, is this what Yarfik feels like all the time? <laughs> to just have like the power of Ajia flowing through you. You also feel bloated. <laughs> <laughs> I sort of a little gassy. <laughs> sort of ride, ride back and like pull up next to Yarfik and just sort of smile at him, and I'm just like, how you doing, Yarfik? <laughs> Uh, Cassian, are you still in those mushrooms we had last night? I, I don't know. Maybe it's the mushrooms. Maybe it's the sword. I just feel like you're feel you're feeling the agia flowing through you. Is that what that is? Man. It's a lot of the time. It could also be the you know the rations we just ate. They may not have been good. You never know. Oh, I'll watch out for that. Yeah. Anyway, you're great. You know, I don't tell you that enough. You're great. <laughs> Thank you, Cassian. You don't tell me that at all. So that's that's nice yeah, to hear. Well, it's true. For some reason, that feels important. Well, I, I also find you to be a very, very great traveling companion. Can I run an intelligence check on this tome or something? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh, that... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was on a, like a 19, and then it rolled off of the tome and <laughs> had a 3. That's why it's the Tome of the Deep Wrath. But my intelligence is plus 4, so 7. Uh, do you have well, you're also proficient advantage. in intelligence checks, aren't you? <laughs> What does that mean? <laughs> it means you can get advantage. Bonus too, so oh, plus bonus. three, plus seven. <laughs> so that was. So it's a ten. Ten. <laughs> Which is better. It is better. Not add a d4. Wait, how many do I have? Yeah, I'll add a d4. Okay, go for it. You know, Cassian, I also think that you're a, a, a very good storyteller. You, so you really are like. Not that you're underrated, but you really tell some cracking stories. Oh, well, thank you, Yafik. Like that that Prince Madrigan one you were telling the other night about him crossing the river that split in two? What was it? That one I remember. I can't remember what it was called. I'm trying to read. 
I got a 13. <laughs> so, uh, Aelin, with your 13 in reading through, you, you're, you're starting to get some ideas. You're, you're not sure exactly what this creature is, but you, you feel like you're very close to finding it out. But you're, you're pretty sure that at this point, the answers you need are not in this tone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, this is a good primer, but there's, there's another level of inquiry that you need to make. And given how uh, circuitous and secretive the language is in the tome, you feel like it may require uh, something above the written word. Something above the written word? There are secrets at play here that you need to find out. Oh, wow, that's cryptic. In the meantime, uh, all of you, except for Eowyn, because you're in the wagon reading, uh, I need you to make perception checks. 14. 14 also. Eight. Okay, Yarfik and Cassian, uh, as you are riding uh, neck and neck with each other, talking about how each other's great, just, just being the best buds you can be, ahead of you, you see something in the road, and it strikes you. I mean, you know, you, people are in the road all the time. That's the thing that happens. But what you see in the road in front of you is a table, and there's a man sitting at it. What does he look like? Is he a, is he a short... Man with two bottles of wine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, As you you approach closer, uh, you can see that he is wearing a very fine green tunic. Uh, It's got gold trim. He has well-polished black leather boots that you can see under the table. Um, On his hands, you can see the glint of many rings of uh, various metals and jewels and the like. He, He... Catches your eye and he begins to wave, waving you over. I say, sir, who is your tailor? What? I peek my head out. So you all approach the table? Oh, mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. Oh, there's a man there. <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> uh, look at the room. He, uh, he looks at you all and says, well, hello, hello, please, please come join me. I, I have seats here for you all. See? Oh, seats. Uh, you know, uh, we'd love to. We're a little press for time. But... <laughs> Sir, I insist there is nothing like a good cold glass of water to help a journey go better. I roll perception. Yeah, do I trust him? 22. 21. 21 for perception? Yeah. Should so, it be insight? I'm rolling insight. It depends on what you're rolling look at everything. Uh, in looking at everything, you look at him, you sort of pop your head out the wagon and you look and you can see that while he's wearing very fine clothing, it's not tailored for him. Oh. It doesn't fit him perfectly. Like you, uh, his manner of speaking and the uh, sort of the level of his dress would have you believe. I say, Cassian, to answer your tailor question, obviously not a very good one. Those yeah. clothes don't fit very well. Uh, you're rolling insight? Yeah, as well, I did. I got a 12. They're very impressive. But I'm gonna. I also roll insight as well. Fit is. That's a 15. 15? 22. 22. Uh, b- 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 5. <laughs> okay. Um. You, uh, Ildov and Yarfik, you both get kind of a hinky vibe from him, but at the same time, he hasn't lied to you yet. A good cold glass of water does help a journey. Keeps you hydrated, which is important. You know, we, we appreciate that, sir. Uh, we actually are very well off on water right now. We would love to partake. We are just on a deadline. We have to get back to where we came from. There's something there for us. We literally have as much water as we could drink. Look, look, I, uh, I understand we're all in a hurry. I, I'm in a hurry. I get it. Uh, look, my name is Tanner the Spry. Uh, I am, of course, the infamous mountebank and wizard. Certainly you've heard of me. Infamous, um, I roll knowledge. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. 
This is John Wayne. Is this the guy that we that uh, Posh was talking about that we were thinking of like disguising ourselves as? Yep. Oh, uh, it's what? the uh, wizard we were going to dress Goldrick up like. Because he's wanted by the ORE? Yes, he is. Oh, dip. Okay. Oh. Uh, I wrote it. What, wait, what am I rolling? Uh, what, are you, what are you rolling for? If what I are you trying to do? Him. If you've heard of him, uh, that would be an intelligence. Or like what check. I know about him. Yeah, intelligence. Okay. Or, well, history, history? technically. So history. We, but so we have heard of him? 25. We, 25. We, you have <laughs> definitely heard of Tanner the Spry. Uh-huh. Uh, Tanner the Spry is a, absolutely an infamous mountebank and wizard. Uh, he has stolen from about every bank you can imagine. He has stolen from the uh, the archives in Mindspring, which is, of course, where the capital of the country and the headquarters of the ORE are. Um, he is known for possessing many magical artifacts, uh, foiling people at every turn, generally being a thorn in the side of almost every organization in the country. Wow. Ildo suddenly finds him just, like, a little bit more handsome. <laughs> <laughs> she likes a bad boy. Yeah. Mr. Spry, I, I have... What? An enormous amount of respect for you, as I do for anyone who's had such fabulous tales told about him. Well, good. I'm glad to hear it. Uh, after all, I will be your robber today. So if uh, you could just do me a favor and divest yourselves of your gold and your silver, we can have you back on the road in no time. Who's we? Now that's going to be a problem. It's yeah, the royal we, good lady. Your royalty? No, uh, no it is just an expression. Oh, it, it okay. Guess... He, it, uh, it, he... Oh, no, no. I knew. I wanted to know, though. Just to be sure. Right. So, uh, afraid we can't do that, Mr. Spry. We have, uh, we need our stuff. Oh, oh Spry's not my last name. <laughs> so you're just a silly human. <laughs> well, it was more of an appetite. No, 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 no. Of course, I understand that you're a little reticent to part with your hard-earned coin, whether it is uh, completely le- legitimate or earned through ill-gotten gains, but uh, I'm afraid I will have to insist. So is he not human? Can I tell what race he is? Oh, he's human. Oh. Okay. He just doesn't know who you are, so right, right. he's just referring to you that Sitting way. Human, yeah, okay. He goes, oh, oh, where are my manners? I was about oh, to ask you that, actually. I am so rude, of course. Please, tell me who you are. No one likes an impersonal robbery. I jump, I jump down from the wagon. Mm-hmm. Of course. Let me introduce myself. We are the Von Demos Adventuring Syndicate. we don't have time for oh, this. No, just, just trust me on this. And I'm walking over to him, like, you know, going over to shake his hand. And I say, my name is Yarfik Stormhammer. I am of Clan Stormhammer, uh, just a little ways away. And uh, now that you know who I am, I'd like for you to stay right there. And I cast Altuki's, uh, uh, what is it? Otalux. Otalux, Resilient Sphere on him. Okay. Uh, what's the, uh, the role? Deck save. In the DC? DC is 14. Roll to 16. Damn it. Says, oh, that was cute. It was, wasn't it? Um, but... Excuse me for a moment. I'm sorry. Did you say the Von Demos Adventuring Syndicate? Oh, have you heard of us? <laughs> Not surprising. Um, you can see he's like sweating now. Yeah. And he sort of drops the act a little bit. You can see like his posture changes. And all of a sudden, instead of being like very up, chest out, very bravado, he sort of retreats in a little bit and he goes, um, wait. The Von, the Von Demos Adventuring Syndicate. Why, yes, the very same. Yes. Oh, gods, I am so sorry. <laughs> Never mind, you can go. Just just please don't hurt me. I didn't actually do nothing. Uh, Deal. Wait, no. What, no, what? no, no, no. What does he have he that he can give us. to us? He yeah, threatened us. He what are you going to give us to stop look. us? 
<laughs> you want to press the advantage? Yeah. Look, look, I'm, I'm not Tanner the Spry, okay? My name is Winston. I just do this to scare travellers and make some coin. Don't kill me. I'll throw myself on your tender mercies. I'll do anything. Wait, wait, anything. You're, you're throwing us on your on our mercy? What have you heard about us? I've, I've heard the stories. That nasty business up in Terrasif. That, that was you guys. Oh, God. Gives Terrasif? me shivers just yes. thinking about it. Terrasif? Oh, yes. The, the thing in Terrasif. Well, we... Yeah, obviously... It was pretty, pretty brutal how that all oh shook God, out. Oh, God, and you're just bragging about it like that. You're awful. <laughs> hey, wait, man. Mike, you... just, like, we were there, so we know. But what did you hear? Well, my mate Flass was there, and, I mean, he barely made it out with his life, but well, he said there was a, there was a blonde with teeth, and there was a shiny dwarf, and there was a, a magic lady, and then he said something about there being, like, a big... Bloodthirsty orc, but I don't know. I guess it's probably in the wagon. You probably don't want to keep that one out. But yeah, I mean, I heard it was, it was a week ago and they're still not done digging graves. Has it been a week since Imperamast? No. No. So that. that uh, <clears throat> yeah, well, that, that was us. Well, here's the thing, though, is that we're heroes. That's our thing. And I don't remember going to that town. So, th- so they must have d- deserved it. Who, who, who uh, did you Let's hear? get each of you to roll a perception check real quick. Six. Nineteen. Sixteen. Everybody but Cassian, you feel these sort of <laughs> uh, faint vibrations in the ground. Uh-oh. Um, sort of like plotting, like, boom. 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 I thought you said you were here alone. Coming from very far away. The, the glass on the table starts <laughs> yes, yes. All of a sudden, the goat leg falls down. No. <laughs> what happened to the goat? <laughs> uh, God, that movie would have been so different if everyone was Scottish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so you feel these sort of vibrations. Uh, Cassian doesn't notice. Winston doesn't seem to make any mention of it either. I'm still yeah, look, about I've, I've, heard, I've heard the stories, and I, I, just, I just don't want any trouble... Or anything, okay? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to get in your way. You're clearly very busy. You oh, what go- what well, have you got on you? I'll, I'll even move my table out of the way so you don't have to turn the wagon. Yes. Yeah, you will. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Also, I would, I would recommend probably getting out of this line of work because we, we do know when things are going on. All right. Yes, there's no right. good in, in common thievery. Go we back to school. We have ears everywhere. <laughs> right. Yes, we yes. have ears everywhere. Yes. <laughs> so now that... Boom, boom, plodding is getting closer. You can boom, feel boom, it plot. increasing. Boom, boom, <laughs> plot. Boom, boom, plot. Uh, oh no, it's the queen! Yeah. Have I noticed it by now? Roll perception again. 18. Yeah. Yes, now you notice it. Okay. Do you Close feel that? I say, oh, hey guys, did you realize, there was, did you know there was a vibration in the earth? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah we heard that a long time ago, yes. yeah. Oh, all right. Nobody felt like filling me in. <laughs> what? What? what are you all talking about? The vibration. The vibration. You know, feel, feel the vibration. vibration. Feel the vibration. Come on, feel the vibration. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> he like stops and he, he, he kneels down and like puts his hands on the ground and feels it and goes, What is that? That's not you? No, it's not me. I just bloody told you I'm not magic. Right, Winston, hop up. We're going to get out of here. Yeah, we got to go. Uh, yeah, keep an eye on him though while he's back there. Uh, we'll Winston, somebody, come with uh, us quickly. <laughs> Put him on the horse. No. I don't want to put him in a wagon with our stuff. Put him on so the while you are all having this conversation about what you're going to do with Winston and all of this, 
from behind Winston, so the direction that you all are traveling, uh, you see some large loping forms coming towards you. Loping forms? Loping! They are uh, tall, spindly, green, black hair, mm, very long arms, mm, no. tipped with what look like very savage claws. Oh. Uh, Winston, get in the wagon. We're going. No. Don't, Put him don't on don't a horse. Like run. Just run. Run, run, run. Forest. Forest. Just next run. to forest, right? We should if you go see a guy named Blackwing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stop and get he has good stuff. <laughs> Tell him you know us and you know what? No, screw it. You don't. I, we don't vouch for you. He wouldn't like you. Uh, we're in a... We're in a forest, right? We should go hide in the trees. What about, what about the, the wagon? And the... Oh. And now on the edge of the map, oh, no. you see two trolls. Oh, okay. About 12 to 13 feet high, uh, loping towards you. Each of them has a person strapped to their chest. <laughs> Master uh, wearing Bluster, it like like Master a Bluster. more like a like a chest plate, wearing them like armor. <gasps> so the people don't look happy to be strapped. They to are a very trunk. not happy. They're facing out. But oh. they're alive. And you can see them. Oh. They they look somewhat like it. It's hard to tell from this distance. Oh, Take oh the God. wagons, get them off the road, oh and I jump God. out of the wagon. Don't have time. They can probably see them. us by now. I start walking toward them, and that's where we'll end this episode. Ah! Ah! No cliffhanger! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. You can follow us on all the things at IWVTCast, and you can check out the other great podcasts from PumaKnife at TeamPumaKnife.com. Now, we've got to say some thank yous. First, thank you to all the folks that came out and saw us live at CarnageCon 21. We were so happy to see all your smiling faces. Second, thank you to Quarterstaff Games for providing us with a copy of Founders of Gloomhaven to raffle off to our live audience. For those that don't know, Quarterstaff is a fantastic game store located on Church Street in Burlington. You can go there for all your RPG, board, card, and miniature gaming needs. Look them up on the Twitters and Facebooks, or stop in to say hi and tell them that Improvised Weapons sent you. Last and certainly not least, the biggest of thank yous goes to CarnageCon itself for having us back and giving us a chance to dress up silly and roll dice in front of our fans. Keep an eye on CarnageCon.com for all the details on next year's convention. As always, you both can and should review us on any kind of platform. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Subway, Shoe. You can also head to Patreon.com slash IWVTCast and donate some green to the show. It helps us pay for gas going to all these live performances. Have we not come to your area yet? Let us know where you'd like to see us by dropping us a line at improvisedweaponsvt at gmail.com. All the music in this episode was written and recorded by Adam Rabin. You can hear Adam's new album, The Badger Flies at Dawn, on Apple Music, Amazon Music, and Spotify. But if you pick up a physical copy, you can get the super secret track of all our music. Tune in next time as the party faces off against two trolls wearing living armor in the second of our live episodes from CarnageCon. We'll see you on the next episode of Improvised Weapons.
This has been a Puma Knife production.